Hi, this is Brett Johnson, your host for Note to Future Me and the owner of Circle 270 Media Podcast Consultants. You know how you can search for an article by headline, subheader, or even a particular sentence anywhere in the text just by typing it into Google? That kind of SEO transparency is a big reason why written content still dominates the web. There are benefits to including a transcript and and having show notes for your podcast on your podcast website, but doing it the wrong way is a waste of time. Here are some tips for doing it the right way. Format the post like an article, not a transcript. A transcript format ignores many of the common SEO recommendations, like linking to relevant other websites when appropriate, formatting the article according to H1, H2, and H3 tags, and including images with appropriate titles or alternative text. Format your transcripts more like an article, which is better for readers and search engines. Emphasize the value of the transcript and the show notes in your podcast. When people discover your podcast, it's important to get them to your website for all your content. One way to do this is to point out that all the key takeaways, resources, links, and even the transcript itself for that particular episode is available on your blog on your website. Don't forget to interlink posts on your website and link out to other websites. One of the most important parts about including a transcript on your blog of each podcast episode is that there's ample opportunity to link to other resources on your site or around the web. It's an important aspect of Google and SEO. It'll improve the authority of your website and also connect your listeners with the resources they want as they visit your website. And finally, find an affordable transcription service to partner with. That leads me to this episode. With me, I got to interview my transcriptionist for Circle 270 Media Podcast Consultants, Deborah Waltenberg. DSW transcription. Stick around through the end of the episode, and we're going to tell you how you can get a free tip sheet on how to find the best transcription service for your project. It's going to cover key things to consider before you begin your search and questions for prospective transcriptionists to make your search a little easier. Hope you enjoy the episode. Let's start off with your background leading up to you know, DSW transcription. How did you get there? Um, um, purely by accident. <laughs> um, I was, I was, I was working as a cake decorator oh, wow. and I didn't like my job anymore and mm. I quit my job <laughs> and I had to get something to do. <laughs> sure. And, how did um, you fall into the, how'd you fall into the transcription services then uh, doing that? Well, I've always done, I've had various clerical jobs and all that. And, um, typing is my thing. So, I just randomly Googled it one day and, and I kind of just taught myself really. Hmm. And then I started with, I can't even remember which site I started with. It might've been rev.com and did transcription there. And then um, I would say it's been almost two years now that I've been with Sonics and um, Jamie found me on LinkedIn and so I tried that and that went pretty smooth and here we are. That's great. So in uh, Sonics, and I know you will talk about this too, about other uh, services that you can work with or, or software, mm-hmm. let's put it that way. But what types of businesses do you work with? Uh, what's the variety of businesses? Oh, anything really. Um, I've done legal, medical, pharmaceutical, um, personal yeah, how difficult is it for the medical? I mean, that has to be really technical. 
Um, it, it is. It just, yeah, you just kind of have to sound them out and uh, <laughs> do a lot of research to make sure you've got the right one. Cause there are a lot of similar terms and the same with the drug names. So it's not that bad. I, I guess it's just how dedicated you are to wanting to do it. Right. I could see legal being that way as well, too, because you throw a lot exactly. of, what is that phrase? Right. What is, is it <laughs> a lot of that Latin. phrase. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's get into podcasting a little bit. Have you seen transcriptions for podcasters grow over the past few years? I think so. I honestly don't have a lot of time to look at things, but from the number of, of people that I've had request services, I would say it is. Some people just use the automated and just go with that. Don't clean it up. And um, others, they want different formatting. Like I think everyone that I work on for podcasts has a different format. So <laughs> you just have to be versatile and, and be able to keep track of everything that you do. Sure. For each yeah, one. So, so those podcasters you're working with, and I, of course, that includes Circle 270 Media, um, you do a variety of things. I guess it comes down to what they need from you. You can you just have to have that conversation with them. Right. You just kind of clarify everything up front that way. And then if they want to add things on later on, that's fine. But it always helps to start out knowing pretty much, a, you know, <laughs> a complete overlay of what they want for their transcripts. Yeah. You had mentioned Sonics a little bit earlier. I had actually mm -hmm. met Jamie at uh, the 2018 podcast movement conference when it was in Philadelphia. There were two or three transcri transcription services there. And he was the first one mm -hmm. I came upon. I had just started using that and had a really good conversation with him. He was super, super nice guy and right. ended up, um, you know, kind of really diving in and working with that a lot more. And then I found you mm -hmm. on the transcript cleanup page. And I kind of guess I want to go back to that. What you said, you couldn't remember exactly where you started, but what did you, what did you draw to you to Sonics beyond uh, Jamie reaching out to you on LinkedIn? Uh, what, what else about Sonics did you like and, and made you want to kind of land there for a little while? I just thought it was a pretty cool concept. I hadn't done anything automated before that. And Sonics honestly is the only one I've worked with, but I think most of the platforms are very similar. So it's not hard to learn a new one really quick. Um, it was just, it, it was different. <laughs> I like to try new things. So, right. Yeah. I've dabbled in a few of them. Uh, I've touched on rev a little bit. You mentioned them earlier. Um, and mm -hmm. I know you and I've had a, uh, a little bit of a conversation about happy scribe. Um, I, mm -hmm. I just started to work on that and you're right. They are really similar. It just comes down to the ease of use. Maybe it's the dashboard or just a, a easier editing. Um, right. but yeah, they all seem to be about as accurate as, as each other can be. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. I do like the ones that are intuitive that when you uh, end a sentence with a period, it automatically capitalizes the next word. <laughs> and right. lot, you know, it's funny. Not a lot of them do that. It's interesting mm. that it's one of those, that's a, just a little piece of like, why wouldn't you want to do that? I mean, there's a period, 
<laughs> what, right. what does come next? You think that would be part of the software? Uh, the little bit that I clean up, you know, to uh, copy paste right. a segment or something like that to, to promote a, an episode. I love the email you sent me earlier uh, that the quote, I cannot tell you how many times I get requests and they don't ask me anything or even tell me anything about themselves, the project, et cetera. So, Right. This is kind of the meat of the podcast here. I want you to know, tell me, tell the listener how important it is for you to understand what the end game is for this transcription. Talk about that. Well, I mean, if you if you're just like, okay, what's your rate? And that's all you give them and they don't know what they're working on, then they can't really give you an accurate rate. Um you, it helps the transcriptionist to know like how many speakers there are. Um, if anyone's got a heavier accent that's not a native English speaker or what the subject matter is, if there's going to be a lot of research involved, like a medical or a legal, or if it's just going to be a, you know, a, like an entertainment conversation, it just helps to know. And then it also helps to know if the transcriptionist is a native English speaker, because sometimes if they're not, they won't pick up on certain phrases that we use in in the United States. Yeah, I would think those questions as well would lead to uncover more services that you do beyond mm-hmm. uh, beyond the transcription. Uh, you know, you mentioned as well that you do more than just transcriptions. I didn't know this either. Uh, you mentioned a client you have that you do. Well, I'll let you explain it. it it's based uh, on on what their needs are, but uh, putting everything on this uh, on, on Transistor FM uh, podcast right. platform. Yeah, they have their. They moved there. I think they had their own server before that, and they moved to Transistor last year. So we took the entire catalog of podcasts and moved them over in the transcripts, and then I set up every episode on there. Like kind of like just a bare bones template that they can just go in and throw the audio in and then they can publish. And then I write, um, they call them the show notes, but really it's just a list of links with the timestamps that people can research further. So I put that together and then I'll put in keywords and write the, the uh, podcast introduction for that, for that page. Just random things really that I just thought, well, Hey, they're doing this. So I could do that. So I said something. Right. Yeah. And, and, and the way you, you put it together is just, you know, I can do this. I do this. It, it just, right. You wouldn't imagine how much pain a podcaster goes through to put that in their show notes. I right. mean, seriously. I mean, it, it's not that it's hard. It's just that, okay, I've got it published. It's up. It's ready to go. Oh gosh, show notes. What do I do? You know, that sort of thing. And, and it stops a lot of people from a lot of podcasters from putting some really good detailed show notes and include links that you mentioned you were going right. to supply them in your show. How many times I've heard podcasters do that. And I, I'm even hearing them in the background, typing a note to themselves to do it. And you look mm-hmm. in the show notes, not there. <laughs> I, I, it, and, and that's so, and it's so disappointing as a listener that it's one of those you can right. that you didn't have the respect of my time. I gave you 20 minutes, but you can't put a link in your show notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you explaining that you do that. I think that's just another piece of start asking questions. When you interview someone to do something for you, they might be able to do a lot more for you than you realize right. that you don't have to, you don't have to hire someone else to do it. That person mm-hmm. can do it already. 
which is mm-hmm. great. Yeah. I, you know, with your help, I, I love this piece. We put together something very special for any podcaster or business who's looking for a transcription service, but really d- you don't know what to ask. And right. we called it how to find the best transcri- that transcription service for your project. And I, I want to go over a couple of areas. Debbie did a great job putting it together. Because so there were things on there like I didn't even think about to ask about uh, because it's just that I'm in a zone of certain things I need. But uh, one area you uh, discuss key things to consider before you begin your search. Let's talk about mm-hmm. a couple of those things. You know, like with me and with your podcast, it can take me some time because because if you don't have a scheduled slot, then I don't <laughs> I don't hold the time open. So it's just gonna when I can get to it, I will exactly. So and it works out just fine for me exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. The, but the some time people is big. they need it. Yeah, but some people they need it within like twenty four to forty eight hours. So then you have right. to factor that in, and you have to find out if that person's going to be available to do your transcript in that amount of time. So that's why you need to find out me what your turnaround time is and what theirs is right yeah and and of course the budget is always a question but i don't even how do you how do you frame that i guess it comes down to still asking you deborah what you can do and right. lay out the services i think it's a really good thing to think about what does someone budget what are you willing to do to ease your pain as a podcaster to not do that piece <laughs> what's right. it worth to you <laughs> And might and very it, well be surised you that Deborah's going to come in way under that. <laughs> Maybe you never right. you know <laughs> because Which you've is over. Not to my benefit. <laughs> no, it's not. But you may say, "Hey, it's worth it to me. My time is worth fifty dollars an hour." You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, "Whoa, Deborah can do it for X amount." It's like, okay, I probably overvalued it in my mind, but that's a great price. You know, that sort of thing. Right. And it's done. I don't have to worry about it. So in the second section, you had listed some questions for prospective transcriptionists to make the search a little bit easier. One of them is, you know, will that transcriptionist research unknown terms and some proper nouns to ensure accuracy? I would think that would be huge in any genre business that you're working with. Because you want your transcript to look like, you know, you know what you're talking about. And if, if your transcript is riddled with misspelled company names or misspelled people names, like politicians or celebrities or anything like that, then it's going to look bad on you because the, the person reading it doesn't know who did the transcript. So you want to find someone who's going to, you know, blend in with your style and your experience. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and I think also a good question to ask as you've listed here too, is how, how long are they available? Are they available long-term? Maybe it's, maybe it's a short-term project or it could be just that it's a podcaster that's like, Hey, we want you all the time. That's a really good question to ask, um, to, to know, can we have the same person as will that person Mm -hmm. be with us for the long run? Oh yeah. You want to, you want to try and find someone who will be available long-term if that's what you're looking for, because otherwise you're going to spend all your time looking for the next person to do a transcript. It it can alter that uh, transcription that you have drastically overnight if it's the if it's if a different person because of the nuances we just talked about right the heavy the heavy foreign uh, accent possibly whatever you just uh, mm-hmm. you can kind of get used to how that person transcribed it transcribed it yeah exactly mm-hmm. well with this is available to anybody listening to the podcast um deborah how can they get a hold of you if they would like this question sheet to uh, you know better their search for a transcriptionist how, how can they get a hold of you to get this 
They can contact me at um, dswtranscription at gmail.com. And I'm also listed on the Sonics Transcriptionist directory. So at the moment, I'm at the top. <laughs> I was going to say, you've been there a long time. You've been at the top ever since I've been on Sonics. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, exactly. Right. So she's easy to find there, exactly. I am. And you've got, and you're on LinkedIn as well, too. So that, that's yes, a, a, a nice name, place to land. So. Yes. Correct. So, and um, I'll also get that information from me too at podcasts at circle270media.com as well. So it's available. Just let us know. It's a really good cheat sheet to find the best transcriptionist for your needs for your podcast, whether it's a uh, podcast for podcasting or just transcription for your business, uh, be it medical, legal, uh, that sort of thing. So please, you know, get a hold of Deborah. She does a great job. She's been great to work with because as you heard in this podcast, I have no set schedule when I send her things. So I know that, (laughs) Hey, when she gets to it, she does. And it's always a really nice turnaround. It's not a big deal. I, I know the scenario I walk into, but she can definitely work with you on a more set schedule and Mm kind of go, yeah, don't, I'm not working like with Brad. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's like, Oh yeah, I get it. Email from Brett at eleven o'clock at night. That's nice. And not that I ask for it the next day, but it's like that's the time I get it to you. So yeah, right. so it works out perfectly. <laughs> great. It's been great talking to you, Deborah. I appreciate the you information. Too, this this uh, uh, this talk about transcription. I, I've done a few episodes about it, and I thought, you know, it's time I need to talk to Deborah here from the other side of the computer about right. you know how you're seeing it, why it's so important, and how to go about it. And I think this is. Uh, This episode does a great job of explaining that, so I appreciate it a lot.